Let us be attentive. Blessed are you, O Lord, the God of our fathers, for you are just in all you have done. Wisdom. The reading is from St. Paul's letter to Titus. Let us be attentive. <clears throat> Titus, my son, the saying is sure. I desire you to insist on these things so that those who have believed in God may be careful to apply themselves to good deeds. These are excellent and profitable to men. But avoid stupid controversies, genealogies, dissensions, and quarrels over the law, for they are unprofitable and futile. As for a man who is factitious, after admonishing him once or twice, knowing that such a person is perverted and sinful, he is self-condemned. When I send Artemis or Tychios to you, do your best to come to me at Nicopolis, for I have decided to spend the winter there. Do your best to speed Zenos the lawyer and Apollos on their way. See that they lack nothing, and let our people learn to apply themselves to good deeds, so as to help cases of urgent need and not to be unfruitful. All who are with me send greetings to you. <coughs> Greet those who love us in the faith. Grace be with you all. Amen. Peace be to you, the reader. According to St. Luke, let us be attentive. The Lord said this parable A sower went out to sow his seed. And as he sowed, some fell along the path and was trodden underfoot, and the birds of the air devoured it. And some fell on the rock, and as it grew up, it withered away because it had no moisture. And some fell among thorns, and the thorns grew with it and choked it. And some fell into good soil and grew and yielded a hundredfold. And when his disciples asked him what this parable meant, he said, To you it has been given to know the secrets of the kingdom of God, but for others they are in parables, so that seeing they may not see, and hearing they may not understand. Now the parable is this, the seed is the word of God. The ones along the path are those who have heard. Then the devil comes and takes away the word from their hearts, 
that they may not believe and be saved. And the ones on the rock are those who, when they hear the word, receive it with joy, but these have no root. They believe for a while and in time of temptation fall away. And as for what fell among the thorns, they are those who hear. But as they go on their way, they are choked by the cares and riches and pleasures of life, and their fruit does not mature. And as for that in the good soil, they are those who, hearing the word, hold it fast in an honest and good heart, and bring forth fruit with patience. As he said these things, he cried out, He who has the ears to hear, let him hear. Peace to you, the world of the gospel. Good morning. How many people here have gardens at home? Maybe a little bit of a weird question with today's weather. We don't really think about them. How many have gardens? Probably most of us in our backyard at least attempted at it. <laughs> like us. If you have a garden at home, okay, so think about that. Many of us know all too well about the challenges, right, of having a garden. Gardening can be difficult work. We sweat. It can be uncomfortable. Our clothes get dirty, and we might accidentally touch a thorn or poison ivy. But even though it might be difficult, it pays off. Similar to gardening, Cultivating our families and ourselves as dedicated Orthodox Christians can also be difficult, but it pays off enormously. In the church we raise, or rather we grow, our families and ourselves. When we put in the work of spiritual gardening, the reward is so great, it is beyond our imagination. Today, in the Gospel lesson, we read the well-known parable of the sower. We read about how the message of God is the seed, and each person is a different type of soil. As the seed is sowed, some do not take root for various reasons, as the Gospel lesson says. The ones along the path are those who have heard then the devil comes and takes away the word from their hearts, that they may not believe and be saved. And the ones on the rock are those who, when they hear the word of God, of the, hear the word, receive it with joy, but these have no root. They believe for a while and in time of temptation fall away. And as for what fell among the thorns, they are those who hear, but as they go on their way, 
they are choked by the cares and riches and pleasures of life, and their fruit does not mature. While the gospel lesson says there are different reasons for those hearing and rejecting the word of God, today I want to concentrate on something that is not in the parable, but related, all the work that still must be done after planting a garden. Sometimes when we garden, we have to transplant plants from one soil to another. Sometimes there is not enough sun in one spot. So we transplant the plant to another spot. Sometimes a plant doesn't get enough rain, so we have to water it ourselves. Other times, we need to pluck out the weeds so we can protect the plants. Other times, we need to use pesticides to ward off bugs that would eat our plants. Other times, we have to put little fences to keep out rabbits or deer that might eat our plants. It's not enough to just plant our garden and sit back and relax. We have to work at growing it. We have to really cultivate it, nourishing our garden, caring for it as it grows. Just as there are challenges in growing a garden, so there are challenges in raising ourselves and our families in the church and growing this vineyard, our church community. There are challenges, but with God's help, we can rise to the occasion and overcome them. Let's say there isn't enough sun, someone isn't praying or receiving the sacraments. Let's say there isn't enough rain, someone isn't learning about his or her faith. Let's say there are choking weeds, distractions that take us away from God, such as sports or work on Sunday mornings. Let's say these, there are harmful bugs, unchristian or immoral influences on someone's life. Let's say there are animals that eat up the plants, despair or idleness. There are countless ways our growth in God can be stunted, but we, as good gardeners, do, do something about it. We must, like good gardeners, try to be proactive to reduce the things that can stunt our growth in our faith. But if those negative influences find an inroad, we also need to react and correct each situation and continue to labor with sweat to grow a beautiful garden rather than just give up and let it die out. Tending the garden that is actively gardening is what we constantly do as Orthodox Christians. Christ encourages us, encourages us to be good gardeners. He helps us with his guidance and love. In today's parable, Christ says that the seeds that fall on good soil bring forth fruit with patience. That is our job, to bring forth fruit with patience. When we garden our own souls or help others to garden their souls, such as our family members, on, the path, on their path to God, 
we must garden with love and patience. And we must garden actively and intentionally. Gardening can be difficult work, but it surely pays off. But how do we garden? The priest is not the only gardener in the vineyard. We are all gardeners. If we have children, are we striving to remove the choking weeds that distract them from God? Are we helping them make the right friends so that the bugs and pests of unchristian and immoral influences don't devour them? We need to be active parents. If a plant, that is a child, doesn't have the best soil to grow in, we need to put it in the right soil and it will flower. Do we pray for our children, nourishing them with Christ's love? If we have relatives who are not receiving the Son, that is, not praying and receiving the sacraments, we must encourage them in a loving way to move out of the shadows. If we ourselves are not receiving enough rain, that is, not learning and growing in our faith, let us reach for the watering can of spiritual reading. God, the master gardener, gives us all the gardening tools we need, but not only that, he does more. He holds our hand and encourages us to do our work in the garden. Gardening can be difficult work, but it pays off. Gardening can be difficult work at times, but the reward is so great, it is beyond our imagination. Gardening can be difficult work, but the master gardener gives us the tools to help us grow a beautiful garden. Let us accept God's gardening tools. Let us all be active gardeners. Let us all ask God, the master gardener, to help us in our own active gardening. Amen.